tweet at Today SOR. And I see one tweet from Pat Conway saying, uh, some figures are ridiculous. My wife was tested last Saturday after a wait of almost four weeks and is still waiting for the result. Is this widespread or is she just unlucky? And I noticed that Eamon Ryan, the Green Leader, saying that uh, one of his sons had been waiting 35 days uh, for a result uh, for a test. So still some uh, wrinkles, at least, to be ironed out in the system. Now, as you may have been hearing, Ryanair has warned it may cut 3,000 jobs and ground 99% of its fleet until July as the impact of the COVID-19 outbreak takes hold. The chief executive, Michael O'Leary, spoke earlier to Sky News and said the airline's flights will remain grounded until at least July and passenger numbers will not return to 2019 levels until the summer of 2022 at the earliest. That's over two years away. He also revealed that while 3,000 pilots and cabin crew will be laid off, remaining staff will face pay cuts of up to 20% over the next year. Let's hear some more of what he had to say. For the current year now, we're going to carry less than two-thirds, less than 100 million of our original budget of 150 million passengers. So, We'll be carrying about uh, one-third fewer passengers in the next 12 months. When we do return to flying, it's now clear we're going to have to fly with both hands tied behind our back because our competitors, Lufthansa, have just received $12 billion in state aid. Air France is going to receive $10 billion in state aid. These guys will have the money to engage in below-cost selling for the next three or four years. Uh, so not only are we facing less flying uh, with fewer flights, Uh, But prices are going to be incredibly low, which is good for consumers, but bad for the airlines. And if we're going to carry a third less passengers this year, I'm afraid we're going to need fewer pilots and fewer cabin crew. And this morning we've announced that starting a process of consultation with the unions, we're going to have to lose about 3,000 pilots and cabin crew. That's about 15% of our workforce. Uh, And the remainder will be facing pay cuts for the next 12 years, 12 12 months, 22 years of about uh, up to 20%. So that's Michael O'Leary, the chief executive of Ryanair, spelling it out in typically forthright fashion. Joining me now are aviation journalist Jerry Byrne and Stephen Furlong, a transport analyst with Davy. Uh, Jerry, was it inevitable that Ryanair was going to announce job losses or layoffs, at least? Oh, absolutely. I, it w- wasn't a question of if; it was a question of when. Um, and I think the only consolation we can take from this is that it is a little bit less in percentage terms of a layoff than than some other operators. Um, Something like um, 91% of capacity uh, throughout Europe has already been grounded or cancelled in one form or another. So this was inevitable. Um, Aer Lingus is is the next one I think we'll hear some bad news from, and its parent organisation has already commenced layoffs. Yes, I think they talked a figure of about um, 12,000 jobs there. now, one phrase that I don't think uh, we would have expected in previous times, and Michael O'Leary himself wouldn't, expected, uh, wouldn't have expected to be uttering it until maybe about two years ago, consultation with the unions. Now, uh, what are we likely to hear from them? Well, they're not going to be happy, obviously. Um, but the, the, the other interesting thing about Ryanair is that unionised staff only represents a minority of its uh, pilots and cabin crew. Um, Certainly over 60% of its staff are are effectively freelancers, contract employees, as they're called. Um, And they, by virtue of competition law, cannot belong to a union or cannot operate through a union. So it will be a a fairly small, relatively speaking, uh, group of people that he will be negotiating with. The rest of them, he can pretty much lay off at will you know, if you're a contract staff, they, they operate on very, very loose contracts, uh, which enables the, the airline to basically lay them off at, on, 
almost on a whim, you know. Yeah, and to turn to yourself, Stephen Furlong of Davies, um, what do you think this announcement says about the state of the aviation industry? Um, Jerry mentioned about uh, similar moves from um, from from IAG, the owners of British Airways and Aer Lingus, um, but it won't stop there, will it? Um, yeah, hi, everyone. Um, what, what I would say is, absolutely, it's the worst crisis the aviation industry has ever been in. So it's worse than 9-11, the global financial crisis. It's almost like the, the airlines are at the epicenter here where obviously there's very little revenues coming in. Um, they're, they're all grounded. They're very high offering leverage. And so um, a lot of um, the airline industry is going to change after this. Um, certainly, we would see the industry being uh, a lot smaller um, and more consolidated and concentrated, and probably traffic, I would agree, will not start really recovering in the industry till 2023 um, onwards. And would you expect, for instance, to see some or maybe many airlines collapsing? I would say, um, so Sean, I think what's going to happen here, you'll have some airlines will disappear. Some airlines will be, even strong airlines like Lufthansa, will be kind of permanently smaller. And then others will um, and will um, will be growing slower than they would have, but I think will emerge ultimately stronger out of this crisis, and Reiner would be one of them. So uh, what I just would point out, I think it's important for people to understand that in Ireland we're actually quite lucky in that what I would say is two of the stronger airlines almost in the world are Ryanair and Aer Lingus's parent group, IAG, in that they have a reasonable amount of a lot of cash already and a conservative balance sheet coming into this crisis. So you will find that the measures, while painful, that Ryanair and IAG will take, there's many others which will you know, even strong airlines and big ones like Lufthansa who are, have even bigger problems. And Jerry Byrne, um, Michael O'Leary um, hitting out at um, Lufthansa getting 12 billion in state aid, Air France getting 10 billion. What can he do about that? Well, he, he can obviously, as he has done on several occasions in the past, is go to the European Court of Justice and, and take a case, um, which in the normal course of events he would win hands down. Um, this is different. I think um, uh, governments can claim national emergencies and almost war powers in, in these situations to try and keep their airlines a vital piece of infrastructure going. Um, on the other hand, um, the French government has not, been, has not gone easy on Air France, and it's told us that in return for its subsidies, um, it wants Air France to pretty much completely give up fly, flying locally. In other words, you know, Paris, Lyon, and routes like that, um, to give those up and, and surrender them to other airlines. So it, it, it's not getting an easy ride. I don't know if, um, the, if Berlin is imposing similar sorts of conditions on Lufthansa. And Stephen Furlong, we, we read that Ryanair has, has cash reserves of about €4 billion. Euro. Now, how significant a cash pile or war chest is that, or will they work their way through it pretty quickly? There's definitely going to be... I mean, they talked about, for example, uh, losses in Q1 of over... So that's April, May, June, of over €100 million and and further losses in um, the second quarter of their fiscal year. Uh, that's the peak summer... Um, um, June, July, August, uh, July, August, September. So, 
So there's definitely going to be what we would call cash burn. Um, but as I said, they're one of the few um, airlines that have enough cash resources that they will not need to ask for state aid. So, I mean, it's, it's a tip, in this industry, when you have a very high operating leverage, it's, it, it really pays to have a conservative balance sheet. And that, that's what Reiner has. OK, we'll be watching developments, no doubt. My thanks to you both, Stephen Furlong, Transport Analyst at Davy and Jerry Byrne, Aviation Journalist. We'll be talking to Brian O'Connell about his experience on Guard the Checkpoints near Kinsale after this break.